Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. (laughs) I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The first round of the NFL draft is now in the books, and... Listen, all in all, there was some weird oddities. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out what was going on in the background of the Vrabel household. I think that'll be a story for a much different day. Um, You know, it got a little weird leading into 8 o'clock. But once you got the nuts and bolts rolling of this draft, I certainly felt it. I'm wondering if you guys felt that sense of normalcy. And I know we haven't had much of that in the last six or seven weeks. But getting into the draft... Seeing these particular teams on the clock. Yeah, it got a little hokey and it got a little crazy with Roger Goodell and the fans in the background and the fake booing and whatnot. But the draft for the first round, which you knew was going to be a national TV display for everybody in America to watch, I think all in all, you have to be happy with the way it turned out if you're the league as a whole. And as far as the draft, listen, not a whole lot of surprises. Not a whole lot of surprises. One and two went exactly the way we thought they were going to go. With Joe Burrow, of course, going to the Cincinnati Bengals as the Ohio native can be the conquering hero trying to return the Bengals to a place of relevance. And we'll see what Joe Burrow has in store after one of the best seasons a quarterback has ever had in the history of college football. The Redskins did not get cute. They went with hands down the best defensive player on the board in Chase Young. And now Ron Rivera going into Washington has got himself a shiny new toy to put on that defense. And we said it basically for weeks. The draft in many ways would begin at number three. And I think the surprise for me, and I think the surprise for many of us sitting there and watching the draft and following it the way that we do, There was so much said regarding the Lions trading out of the pick. Whether it was with the Miami Dolphins, whether it was with the Jacksonville Jaguars, whether it was with the LA Chargers. I think a lot of people were convinced going into draft day, the Lions were going to trade out of the pick. Didn't happen. And they end up going with the guy we all expected them to take. 
They take Akuda out of Ohio State. They now have their replacement for Darius Slay in the secondary. And I think Quinn and Matt Patricia are well aware of the fact that it is a win-now year for Detroit or they're not going to be back calling the shots in 2021. And they go with the guy we all expected them to take. Then you get to the Giants. And of course, from a local standpoint, the worst-kept secret over the last two or three weeks was that the Giants were going to go and snag an offensive tackle. Everybody in America, the betting public, the Vegas odds, the New York columnists, they all had Giants taking a tackle. The question was leading into draft day, who was going to be the apple of the eye, Dave Gettleman and Joe Judge. And I want to give the esteemed Mike Fliegelman a whole lot of credit because Fleegs pointed out yesterday that Dave Gettleman, in his two years of drafting with the New York Giants, has had a little bit of a love affair with Georgia Bulldogs. Lorenzo Carter, DeAndre Baker last season. So sure enough, the Giants end up taking a Georgia Bulldog with the fourth pick in the draft, and they end up taking Andrew Thomas. And I know some on the telecast, it might have been Daniel Jeremiah, it might have been one of the other draft experts, were questioning the pick. I think from an offensive tackle standpoint, I have no problem with Andrew Thomas being the guy. I think Andrew Thomas is going to be a steady, sound starter for hopefully eight to ten years in this league. I think he passes the eye test every which way. He's an SEC offensive lineman. He's a guy that's going to be able to play the blind side. It will allow you now moving forward to take somebody like Nate Solder and move him maybe to the other side or maybe move him inside to guard. And that way you can maximize for a year or two what Nate Solder has left. I would guess Andrew Thomas is going to be a blind side left tackle right out of the gate. Now, I could be wrong on this. Because, you know, we saw Laramie Tunsil, his first year with the Miami Dolphins, start at guard. Remember, he started at guard and they had Brandon Albert playing left tackle. So maybe it goes in that direction where you see Andrew Thomas on the other side or maybe he's playing a different position. But I think if he's ready to handle a blind side, why waste any time? You took him with the fourth pick in the draft. Let him be the guy protecting for Daniel Jones. Let him be the guy that's creating some running room. For Saquon Barkley. You guys know I had a love affair with Isaiah Simmons and I wanted him to be the giant pick. But the way I graded these offensive linemen, I for one liked Andrew Thomas the most. So out of the four linemen, I think all in all, you have to be pleased if you're Dave Gettleman and Joe Judge. I will give the Giants a high quality grade even though it wasn't my number one player. Because from a lineman standpoint, I think they got a good one. Then of course, you get to the fifth pick in the draft. And I can tell you, folks, that I was very much on edge, not just leading into the draft all day. I was antsy. I was irritable. I was moody. I was just not in good spirits because I was just on edge with what my beloved Miami Dolphins were going to do. And you got to understand something now, folks. We're not just talking about a draft cycle. We're talking about what I've been dreaming of for this franchise now for the last two years. I know the circumstances have changed. I know Tua's situation has changed. But I have not wavered in the least. You listen to this show, 
You talk to Mike Fuegelman. You call the show. You know the deal. I wanted Tua Tungavailoa to be the pick in South Beach. I wanted him to be the guy. The it factor, the accuracy, the charisma, everything that comes with it. On the other side, you see a guy in Justin Herbert, who to me did not in any way pass that eye test playing in college. To me, he is yet another quarterback prospect. And I totally get the risk that is attached to Tua. I'm not disregarding that in any way. It is absolutely a risk. But for a team that has not had a franchise quarterback since the days of Dan Marino, I'm sick and tired of seeing the Dolphins go and play it safe. So with the fifth pick in this draft, you can best believe I wanted them swinging for the fences. So if you check my Instagram story and you want to go left, you will get the live reaction maybe seconds after the pick was made because the first thing I did is I started yelling and screaming and I had to run in the other room and get my phone because I didn't want to have any sort of spoiler alert. With that pick, I mean, I could not risk in any way a spoiler. A tag, something I might stumble upon. No, couldn't do it. But I am elated that the Dolphins got my guy into it. And I can't wait to see what he is going to do for years to come. And as this division now changes and evolves with the Patriots saying goodbye to the Greatest quarterback of all time, Mr. Brady. Hopefully, we're talking about a new era of AFC East quarterbacks. From Josh Allen in Buffalo to Sam Darnold with the New York Jets. And yes, my guy, Tua, down at South Beach. And tell you this, the mood for me doing this show now, compared to what it would have been if Justin Herbert was the pick, I mean, you're talking about day and night. I mean, you're talking about a 0-180. to 180. So I am all sorts of fired up. Little extra pep in my step, if you know what I mean. That Tua is going to be the guy. And hopefully he's going to be the guy for a long period of time. Now, we get to the Jets. And the Jets were a couple of picks down. And I'm not going to bore you with the 6, 7, 8, and beyond. We'll get to them in a little bit. But I know from a local angle, the dilemma among some of you was, well, what is Joe Douglas going to do with his first ever first-round pick? And I, for one, thought it was pretty simple. If one of the four tackles was on the board for the New York Jets, you go and take them. Now, the Jets were in a position because of Simmons ended up going to the Arizona Cardinals, Um, You see the Raiders in very Raider-like fashion go with a pick Al Davis would have been very, very proud of in taking Henry Ruggs. I mean, that pick has Al Davis written all over it. And a guy who is super speedy and may be the boomer bust candidate wide receiver. But you had Tristan Wirfs and you also had Mr. Becton sitting there for Joe Douglas to take. And... I know because of a lot of the mock draft projections, there will be, I think, some Jet fans questioning the Becton pick because of what came out as far as the drug red flag that might have been waved you know, a few weeks ago and how NFL executives and teams were alerted to it. But I'll take you down the road of Laramie Tunsil. I'll take you down the road of Warren Sapp. And those are careers that were not impacted in the least. And... I would give Joe Douglas and the New York Jets a round of applause 
for what they were able to do in going to get an offensive tackle. I think this is a terrific, terrific pick. I'm not going to nitpick here. They ended up with either one of those two guys. It fit the description for what I was looking for on the first night of this draft. Somebody who can keep this quarterback upright. And I give Joe Douglas a whole lot of credit in this regard at this point. We'll see if it works out over the course of this season and beyond. But when Joe Douglas came in, he made it pretty obvious to everybody. Hey, guess what? There is going to be an emphasis on the offensive line. We are going to make certain of the fact that this young quarterback is protected. You look at the way they handled free agency, even though you weren't necessarily bringing in the sexiest of names, the offensive line in many ways was addressed. You look at the first draft pick that Joe Douglas made, getting a mauler like Becton, who if he lives up to the potential, he's got the sort of body that you're looking for in protecting your young quarterback. I mean, he's a house every which way. I mean, that is an old school, big boy kind of left tackle. It's a quality pick. And for those wondering about, well, what about wide receiver? Because after all, Sam Darnold's got to find somebody to throw the football to. Look at his second round. There are still names available, even though there was, in many ways, a run on the wide receivers with Ruggs going to the Raiders, with Jerry Judy finding his way to the Denver Broncos. I I mean, I can't for the life of me believe that CeeDee Lamb ended up going to the Dallas Cowboys. And I I know it wasn't a position of need in any way for Dallas, but to go and get their hands on CeeDee Lamb, I mean, you could not pass that up. All you need to know is that from a Dolphin standpoint, and I was screaming, tackle, tackle, tackle. I even had to entertain with the next pick. If CeeDee Lamb was on the board, the Dolphins making a play for him. Because, you know, when you go and you subscribe to that best player available theory, he was clearly that for Dallas. And, you know, Jerry Jones being an Oklahoma boy, loving Oklahoma Sooners, he was going to make the pick of CeeDee Lamb. But the Jets even seeing Lamb and Judy and Ruggs and, the Arizona statewide receiver and Justin Jefferson going off the board. They got guys that can go attack. Whether it's Michael Pittman, whether it's Higgins, they can go get themselves a receiver who in many other drafts would go in the first round without hesitation and all in all be sitting pretty with the way they pulled off these first two rounds. So, yes, there's work to do, no doubt. For the Giants, I think it's imperative for them to get better on the defensive side of the ball with their next couple of picks, including this second rounder, which is going to be quite a good one. And there are some safeties on the board, whether it's a Winfield or a McKinney, who I, for one, would make a play for. There are some edge rushers you should be looking at. And for the Jets, it's all about the wide receiver spot. But all in all, I would say the two local teams did what they needed to do in addressing the offensive line. I love it. From a Jets standpoint, I like it from a Giants standpoint just because, listen, the guy I love there was Simmons. They go with Andrew Thomas, though, not going to complain in the least. And listen, I'm not complaining about anything today because the quarterback I wanted is the quarterback that at some point will be on the center for my beloved Fence. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.